It's been a long time since I watched sitcoms. Never have I enjoyed reality TV shows. They put down others. They sneak around the backs of others to try and gain their win. One trend lately, however, reunions taking over reality TV. People want feel-good entertainment, like what's been happening on TV. There was the reunion of the old show called Friends. There are other watchables, like the two twins separated by birth and rejoined as adults for the first time. Or the mom who always regretted giving up her firstborn, then mounting a search and finding her son in his 40s, touching as it portrayed a mother's love that never dies. But what is love? What's the highest expression of love that a human can ever find? It's more than a feel-good story on TV or YouTube. May I suggest it's the height and depth and width of Christ's love for us. Welcome to Haven Today here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're starting a new series this week called This Is Love. a little track from a singing group that I want you to meet in these next few minutes. The song is the same as our program title, This Is Love. We'll hear more of this song later in the program after we meet this special group that's made up of four siblings, three boys and a girl. They're a family band who grew up on the road with their father, a traveling preacher at revivals all over North America. As kids, we did uh, 40 to 45 Sunday through Wednesday revival meetings a year. We still carry about 280 days a year uh, on the road in concert arenas and, and, and high school auditoriums and singing for different promoters all over the country. So God's been really good to us. That's the oldest, Keith Irwin, who'll be joining us in just a moment, along with Cody, Chris, and Katie, all with a K. These young people have traveled more than most professionals who are older, and they're being nominated for a Grammy and they've already won a Dove Award. They're going to talk about their new album and about life on the road, and most importantly, their relationship with Jesus Christ. After the program, I want to send you this gospel-packed, uplifting CD called This Is Love. We need the uplifting message found in their music. Then after the program, why don't you call us? Make your gift to the ministry. And as a thank you for your gift... We'll send you the new CD by the Irwins called This Is Love. And our number you can call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go to our website after the program. Watch the video we shot with the Irwins, and you're going to love their a cappella singing. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now, let's get started with the Irwins, and already on his way, God. When the mountains just won't move, not sure how you'll make it through, you don't have to be afraid. He's on his throne. Mm-hmm. When the waiting gets so hard, you'll feel strength. 
on his way, God, here to save the day, God, that's just who he is and what he does. He's a never, ever late, God, not even one mistake, God, making diamonds from the dust. So if you think you won't work out, lift up a hallelujah shout. Turn your troubles into praise calls, he's an already on his way, God. Turn your troubles into praise calls. Haven Today and the Irwins, Already on His Way, God. What a powerful song reminding us of God's sovereignty in everything. And I'm sitting here with the band. We're in Texas. Let's start with the oldest sibling. How about you, Keith? How did you and your two brothers and your sister get started? Okay, well, Brother Charles, it's kind of a long story, but to make it short, our father has been in evangelism for 48 years, traveling. He did it 17 years before he even met our mother. He traveled by himself as a single evangelist for 17 years, didn't meet our mother until he was 36 years old, and he got married at 38 And so he waited for the right one. It took him a little while, but he waited for the right one, met her in a tent revival as he was preaching, and uh, the rest is history, man. I guess he he tells everybody, if you wait till you're 36 to meet your wife and 38 till you marry, you're not going to keep her at the house if you're traveling. You're going to take her with you. And uh, she was on the road with him, him, and and I came along, Cody came along, Chris, and then Katie, and and we just grew up on the road. I was in the recording studio singing the B-I-B-L-E on one of his solo records when I was 16 months old. And this is all we've ever done as a family. We all pretty well have the same uh, relative story to that. We were all started really young singing and uh, singing in his revival meetings. We, uh, As kids, we did uh, 40 to 45 Sunday through Wednesday revival meetings a year uh, as we were kids. And so we traveled all over. And we still carry about 280 days a year uh, on the road uh, every year traveling with him and some of his revival meetings and Bible conferences. But now God has opened so many doors for us in concert arenas and, and, and high school auditoriums and singing for different promoters all over the country. So God's been really good to us. Cody, let me pop a question out to you here. Even as we're doing this interview in Dallas right now, you're singing in a revival. Do people in America still go to revivals? Yes, uh, you know, 100%. And the really amazing thing and opportunity we have is to get to a church for multiple days. You know, a lot of artists come in for one show or one date and they meet people, but they don't have a relationship formed. And I feel like that's what God's get to bless us with is, is to have former relationships in, in, in areas where we get to know people, we get to get to know their children and, and, and whole youth groups get to come and engage with us multiple days. And we feel like that's a great way to even minister even more. You know, we get up on stage and then we get off stage and, and we get to talk to them about Christ and minister to them at a more personal level and people do come to revivals you know we we have we're doing a great meeting right now we've done actually our six times to be at this church and uh, we we do it annually and it's it's really really exciting to see uh people we see only once a year but multiple days people come out out of the woodworks other churches are involved and and people 100 percent still come to revivals and we feel like it's a huge part of our ministry for sure to get to minister to the local church in a revival setting like that Katie, you're the baby in the family. You're 20 years old. You told me you're all in your 20s. But are there just moments when you're singing or times that you've been ministering where 
the Lord is at work and you're allowed to just, the Lord uses you guys to reach into the lives personally of people. We want to reach our generation. We want to reach the young people, the youth groups in these churches at different revivals. We want to show them that Christian music is really, really, actually really cool and really awesome. There's a message, a very, the most important message is the gospel of Christ. And we want to get that across in a tune and a beat maybe that a lot of people that we grew up listening to might not put in their music. But since we are young, we can get that across to our generation. And we feel like that's really the most important thing that we can do on stage. We want, we like to put in our albums that there's a song for, you know, a nine-year-old grandson or granddaughter that they will love. And then they can bring their, you know, their grandparent. And there's a song that their grandmother or grandfather will also connect with in a concert. So that's really important for us. And we love doing it as siblings. I can't imagine doing it with anyone else but my brothers. You know, we have a special bond and a special connection. And of course, family harmony is super important for us. People talk about that a lot when they come to our concerts, but we have so much fun and we absolutely love what we get to do. Is it a little hard for you to be the baby sister and all you've got are older brothers? <laughs> you know, people ask me all the time if they mess with me a lot. And I'll say they do play some tricks on the bus. We like to have fun. We like to keep it really fun atmosphere. Cody's the jokester. He's the quiet one, but he's the dangerous one. But that's, that's what's dangerous about it. But we have so much fun. And we have a respect for each other also. You know, we are siblings and we do like to mess around. But we know the fine line and we do respect each other as siblings as well. All right. Thanks, Katie. You are the real baby of the family, but the baby boy in the family is the keyboardist. His name is Chris. What is this thing? It was it was just mentioned a moment ago about uh, how being siblings, you know, there's a sound that seems to blend together. Do you, you you're banging your fingers on the keys, but you also sing at the same time? What do you think about that? Is there something to that? You know, I, I wish I could come up with some elaborate, calculated answer for that, but. Honestly, it's everything in terms of musically in our musicianship and our in our group is so natural. It all happens so naturally to where we didn't really we didn't fabricate anything. We didn't really force anything. Our parents never forced anything. We always my love for piano came from watching and, and listening to so many other piano players that has inspired me over the years. And same with vocally, we 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 sing this music because we love this music. We grew up on it, and so it's God birthed a love for this music in our hearts through so many people that um, that we all know and love. And you know, I'll never forget the early years of Dad playing guitar and and just small encouraging moments of. Of oh yeah, you can get up and you can sing that if you want. Never like I said, never pressuring, but just just giving us the freedom to express and 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 not be ashamed of of messing up or you know not being ashamed of because of who being focused, being sure to focus on who you're singing about and why you're doing what you're doing. Since we are siblings and so close, it's you know being on within forty five feet on a bus together, two hundred seventy days averaging in a year is a, that means you're a close family so with that being said i love that we we some, we, we, we even even can give a certain glance to each other and we know exactly where we are and we know how to, to encourage and support each other even even if it's on stage in a moment just we we know how to we can read each other and i think that ultimately makes it easier for us to portray the message of christ because we, we it makes all of us together, we, we all are musicians in our own right. Keith can play guitar. Uh, Katie's playing piano a little bit, and she writes. She's a great songwriter. Katie is doing a great job at that. And Cody sets up all of our sound equipment. does an incredible job at keeping us sounding good during concerts. We all have our own roles, but I, I, it's amazing to see when we all come together 
how incredible it, everything, all of our roles are emphasized in a way that is really special that I, uh, that, like I said, was never forced, was never, it was just, it was so clearly to see now here at my 25th year that it really was God that orchestrated it all in the best way so we need to hear a little more of your music let's listen to something that you actually recorded in a studio with all the tracks and the layers and everything pick a song tell me about that song and tell me why this is a song you want our listeners across north america to hear this is very easy it's the title song of off of our newest record it's called this is love a lot went into this song considering that it is it was my first time and Cody's first time and Katie's first time, three of the four of us to be a part of a writing session. We co-wrote this song. Christopher was with us uh, and also the amazing Miss Kennel West and also Miss Susie Smith, both amazing, prolific songwriters, dear friends of ours. We were on a cruise when we wrote this song, Brother Charles, and so uh, really an amazing time that we will never forget writing this song. And just for the, the listenership of, of this song and how people would portray the lyrics, just all about love and Christ's love and, and, and how we should always in our daily lives put shoe leather to the Bible verses that we've grown up to and, and, and to proclaim his love, to be his ambassadors and to be true Christians and to proclaim and, and whatever. And the song, the first part of the song goes into uh, the homeless shelter and talking about how a man of God was, was bringing food for the body and soul. And uh, that's what we want to do. We want, we always want to be just good Christians and be Christians' examples, no, uh, no matter where we are, even on stage or off stage. And the second verse talks about Christ and His sacrifice, and that's the true meaning of love is the is is how love came down to earth and uh, was sacrificed for the for the for the sins of humanity, and and uh, that that's the the best picture of love that we can give. For the ones in need, the lonely, the lost, the least of these. Then he opens up the Bible and they fill up on hope. Forty plus years, week after week, he cares for those nobody sees. Yes, this is This is love. It's the title song. And uh, Keith, uh, let, let, let's just go back to you. You're, you're. I don't know that you describe yourself as the spokesman for the family, but you're the oldest. Uh, you're out singing. Uh, you're singing your heart out there for the Lord. And uh, do, do you do you see the Lord at work in people's lives? Your sister talked about wanting to reach younger people for Christ. Uh, what? What do you guys sense? What do you What do you see out there when you're out uh, sharing with others your Savior? Uh, one particular time and story comes to mind. We were able to sing a prison crusade at the East Ham State Prison, and Time Magazine a few years back called it the meanest prison in America. 
And uh, it's a long story how the chaplain was able to to make have a seminary in this prison, and they were actually getting. Uh, he's he's been a college professor at different at different colleges, and he, God led him to this prison to teach these prisoners the Bible and the Word of God. And we started this three day prison crusade there. We had five hundred inmates each night. When we were there, three nights, crusade, two-hour concert, they, they sang us to death. I'm telling you, but man, it was incredible. Probably the, the, the biggest, closest comparison, I would say, to any kind of a third-world country that we've ever done. They were on their feet the whole time. Over 400 inmates gave their hearts to Christ in those three days. And it was something that changed, radically changed our ministry. Uh, those three days, we really didn't know what we were getting into. Obviously, they're prisoners. There wasn't any kind of honorarium or financial. We just, we went to give of ourselves to to proclaim the gospel of these prisoners, and it changed our lives. It really, really did. That was the one thing that, that we were able to see them changed, and we saw so many, and I know a lot of people talk about jailhouse religion. We actually saw true conversion in, in that prison those three days something I'll never forget and uh, and we it was an it's something that really is unique to, to to our peers I don't think it's really ever happened much as far as that particular setting and we were honored to be able to do it just in East Texas a, a East Ham prison unit in East Texas and uh, we'll never forget it and what God did through our lives and uh, with our ministry I think with that in mind and and that's a great story we have a lot of prisoners that listen to our radio program because radios are allowed I realize TVs are allowed in some prisons, but but it, it it is amazing how when you're by yourself and you're behind bars, the more important things of life seem to come to mind. And it's we 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 know many prisoners who've met Christ. We ought to pray. Let me pray for you guys. How about that? Okay, all right, Lord, we just pray right now, and I thank you for this family. I thank you for a dad who was on the road night after night sharing Christ with others. And then you led him to these guys' mom. And now, Lord, to a new generation. The gospel's going out in churches as they go out. And and I hate to use the word perform, so I'm not going to use that word, Lord. I just pray that you would use their ministry in music to touch lives for Christ and lead people to the resurrected Savior. Lord, we're all sinners, and we sure live in a world today where we sin and we see sin all around us. What we need is forgiveness of sin that comes by way of the cross. But more than that, Lord, we need the daily grace that can only come from our risen Savior. So I pray for the Irwins right now. Bless them and bless their future, bless their families, and we pray this all to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. For all the Irwins, and it's they're all with a K, it's Chris, it's Keith, it's Katie, it's Cody, thank you for being with us here on Haven today. And it's our honor, thank Brother Charles. For thank, you. Yes. Thank, yes, you. thank you. Thank you. I was a sinner by my own admission. I felt the weight of all my wrong decisions. There was no way I could escape my sentence But the cross declared a new conviction Rewriting all my destiny Restoring all my dignity I'm rising in the victory Of the blood of Jesus My past lost in the mercy 
song from the Irwins and their brand new album, The Blood of Jesus, here on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. I like their style. And I want to say how much fun we had with the Irwins when we sat down with them in Dallas not long ago. If you'd like to hear them sing the song we just heard a cappella, you can check out the video we shot with them at haventoday.org. I'd like to send you a copy of their album for your gift to this ministry. Every song is uplifting, looking to the Lord for hope and inspiration. And these Texas-based siblings are not only tight with their harmonies, they stick to God's Word to help write their songs. I think we all need to listen to this album. It'll shine hope in your heart, even while living in a sometimes discouraging world. Why don't you call us right now? Make your gift to support Haven Today, but ask for a copy of the CD called This Is Love. Our number you can call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or visit our website. Check out the video that I mentioned, and then make your gift 
at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And don't forget, if you were listening to our special 9-11 series last week, we still have copies of the 20th anniversary of the book, Let's Roll, by Lisa Beamer, about her husband's faith, life, and death on United Flight 93. Ask about it when you call or read more about it online. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when we talk about love and what really is love? And we'll do it together in light of the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The first photograph was snapped in 1814. Bringing pictures of loved ones on a long trip is an enormous blessing. Many parents have pictures of their family on their desk at work right now. But there's something these things can't replace. Actual quality time with our family. We look at the pictures, but when our loved ones walk through the door, we put the pictures down. The law, the sacrifices, the promises of the prophets, Colossians 2 tells us these were shadows of things to come, pictures of Jesus, not for long. When Christ arrived, pictures came down. We have the real thing in Jesus Christ. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.